Oh, one of the top one. Oh, she shared like that. I mean, she's so tiny and stuff. Hi, it's me. Welcome to episode one, the first full episode. I know I said my brother was going to be on it, but I'm not chatting with him for a few more days, and I could not wait to get this shit out there. I recorded this all in real time today. Today, the date is um the 16th of March. I did this all today. Straight off the dome. Enjoy. So yeah, as I've been saying, um, we're going to talk about social media and my problems with it because I have a lot of them and I have a lot of problems with haters on social media and we're going to address those haters, not personally, but we're going to chat about um, creeps, weirdos, haters, the effect it can have on your mental. It's craziness out there in the social media realm and in the real world, but today we're talking about social media. Yeah. I would personally like to start with um, social media and the launch of it. I know a lot of you have heard me talk about this. I know you have. Um, My first recommendation is The Social Dilemma. I talk about it in public. I talk about it in business meetings. I talk about it in personal meetings. Watch the damn movie. You will get your shit rocked. Because it is horrifying what happens behind the scenes of these enormous social media companies. It is horrifying. Let's pull up some info and I'll read you something about the social dilemma. It'll scare the shit out of you. Scare the shit out of me. For real. Okay, let's take a look on Google. The social dilemma on them. It's very scary. And it's all true. What is good, Mark Zuckerberg? Square up with me. Um, so, um, let's watch the trailer real quick. I will watch the trailer. And revisit with you guys. And the particular things that Google knows about your interests. That's not by accident. That's a design technique. But what do they mean by that? It's a design tactic? What do you mean? Yeah. Everything's planted. <laughs> yeah. So let's go to Google. And let's just look up... Um, ask app not to track. I'm looking this up because Apple is the poster child of taking your information when you don't know they're taking your information. Um, Any website you get on, any store you order from, any social media platform you put your information on, no matter if you tell them you don't want your information shared, there is fine print that states they can still use your information. So if you notice when you download an app and it says, like, can this app use your information on it um, to, like, track what you're, like, consuming so they can target ads and with social media algorithms 
build it so that you will be more addicted to getting on your feed because it will be more geared towards what you're interested in. Yes. Um, so if you notice, if you download an app, you'll get a pop-up and it'll say, can we use um, your information and kind of track your activity on this app? The only two options are allow and ask app not to track, not do not track. Ask app not to track. There's not an option to not be tracked on any app on your phone. <laughs> Truly, not an option. But like I was saying, if you just look up the term on Google, ask app not to track, it'll bring up Apple support, at least for me it does. Um, and it says, at any time, you can give or withdraw permission for an app to track your activity. Go to privacy settings to see a list of apps that requested to track your activity. On iPhone, iPad, or iPod Touch, go to settings, privacy, and security, then to tracking. On Apple TV, even, go to settings, general privacy, tracking. That gives us nothing. <laughs> uh, literally nothing. Thanks, Apple, for that. That's the whole point. <laughs> okay, next highlight from the social dilemma. Do not be horrified of social media. There is so much bad, so much bad on social media, but there's also good. We'll get to the good, but I'd like to expose first. Next clip. Job is to use your psychology against you. I was. So I'm going to take a look at. And, oh, she's taking a sip of her game in. If you're drinking along with us, if you are sober, uh, not sober, not of age, do not, do not grab anything if you're not of age. I don't condone that kind of shit, but sip along with us. Here I come. I'm not chugging, it's just out of a glass can, so it sounds, like, pretty violent. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway, um, I'm going to look up, is marketing a psychology? It says, and while marketers are definitely not psychologists, they do use several psychologically based observations about human behavior to communicate effectively with potential customers and increase conversions on a daily basis. This is what I've been trying to say. So, if you ever shopped with my clothing brand, Shop Nelly, I used psychology in our marketing. Not in a manipulative way, like a Mark Zuckerberg, but in a how can I most effectively communicate what I'm trying to say in the smallest amount of words? Because our Attention spans nowadays with, you know, the whole brain frying that I'm touching on is so incredibly small. You have like 0.2 seconds. Let's actually look up. How many seconds do you have to catch someone's attention? Two. Hold on. Can't hide. Catch someone's attention. Marketing on social media. 
it's very slim. Think about when you get on social media. Are you reading every single caption you see? No. Eight seconds. <laughs> when it comes to marketing, you have eight seconds to hook your customers before their short attention span whisks them away. Yeah, you got like nothing. So you got to put literally, how can you put a thousand words into like the only top sentence that people can see in a caption? Psychology. <laughs> but what's wrong with it is when people use psychology and marketing to manipulate the situation to their financial gain. Correct. What that is called is capitalism. Yeah. So, as I was saying, that's the whole psychology deal with social media marketing and how it can go incredibly bad. It's going incredibly bad. It's been incredibly bad for years. And it just keeps getting worse because we have the Epsteins and the Zuckerbergs of the world running our social media platforms. Square up. Square up with me. She's tiny, but she'll take you on in your brain. Yeah. He is more anxious, more depressed. I always felt like fundamentally it was a force for good. I don't know if I feel that way anymore. Why do the people who built, helped build these platforms with Mr. Marky Mark himself also agree that it is not fundamentally good anymore? You ask? Well, because not only the brain frying, but if you hear, you know, old people or me or lots of people who aren't even old say, why are there so many people just sticking the heads in the phones? You go out to eat and you see kids just on their phones in front of their grandparents or their parents or they simply can't even speak. Yeah, let's look up. My sister was in and she, well, not anymore, but she was in um, speech pathology and she was an elementary school teacher. And the rate that our country is going because of the technology we have is literally impacting the way that kids are speaking and communicating. It's horrifying. Let's look up a statistic. The statistic is not a statistic. It's actually an article. And we don't grab articles from fake news sites. Everything on your phone has the chance to be completely made up. Yeah, fake news. You guys wanted to roast Trump for it. It was still fake. I'm not saying I agreed with everything he did, but people, it's their jobs. They're called copywriters to make fake news and spread them about people. So just like they told you in school, stop going to Wikipedia. Stop clicking on the first thing you see on Google. Go down to a.org if you actually want to learn and uh, get some real shit. Libs, what's up? I'm a moderate, so I'm not like roasting you guys, but just literally just give a fuck and learn. But anyway, um... I am on WeliaHealth.org, and the title is Kids in Technology, How Much Screen Time is Too Much? Um, let's go to risks of excessive screen time. Surfing the internet, scrolling Facebook or Instagram, watching YouTube videos or bringing binging shows can add up screen time hours in no time. 
Too much screen time can put kids at risk for problems such as sleep issues, behavioral and mental health problems, obesity, less time for play. That is not rocket science. It is not. But the point is that your parents who be shoving screens in front of your kids' faces to distract them and not actually spend time with them or get them outside or get them doing things that aren't on technology. Number one, and it's a lame excuse to why do you have kids if you're just going to shove screens in front of their faces. And number two, their brains are literally mush at that point. Everyone's brains are mush until you're like in your mid-20s. Some of you guys, your brains are still mush and you're like 50. <laughs> yeah. But you're putting screens in front of babies. What else do you think is going to happen? It overstimulates the shit out of it. Yeah, not rocket science. Next point. I'm not giving up on this point because I stand so firmly on no technology for babies or toddlers. Not even babies or parents are safe out here. Politely, F the parents who just literally, yeah, shove their kids in front of screens. F those parents. And if you're one of those parents and you're offended, it's probably because you do it. Square up with me. I don't even have kids. I don't even have kids, and I know more than you do. It's embarrassing for you guys. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. Shamed on the pod. Did you know that not only mental health issues, behavioral issues, obesity, not going outside and playing, why are there, you never see kids out in the street playing anymore? Rarely. I like cheer when I see people actually outside. Kids and people. It's science. You need to be outside. You need to not be locked in on your technology all day. Or you're going to have a stinky, sticky iPad kid. They are stinky and sticky because guess what? You're frying their brains. They're wiping their snot and touching your shit. And it's gross in every single possible way. Yeah. Did you know? There's literally a terminology in um, like chiropractics for science, people who grew up on phones and screens or like work on phones and screens literally have hunchbacks and their spine and neck curve. I'm going to look it up and we're going to go over that and I will get off my soapbox about the children and the parents who'd be making stinky, sticky iPad kids. The term, the term is text neck. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of funny. I'm going to read it from top to bottom though, because the, the, how they catch your attention is also funny. Reading this on your phone? Three question marks? Text neck is the term used by chiropractors, medical doctors, whatever that means and specialists across the globe to describe the painful postural syndrome whereby the neck is strained by constantly looking down at one's phone. Yeah, you fuckers forget that you have bones in your neck and if you just hunch looking at your shit, you are gonna be fucked up. Next point. I'll try not to be violent this time. Or not violent, aggressive. I'm getting mad. It's mad. If 
everyone's entitled to their own facts. There's really no need for people to come together. In fact, there's really no need for people to interact. This one he got a little bold with. I think they had to do that for the drama of the trailer. Um, I don't fully agree with this point, but I do in some aspects. One, I agree that if everyone's opinions is their own, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's the point of having to be on social media because it's just making everyone not really know what their opinions are? Truly, they're trying to overstimulate you and confuse you. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, I do not agree with him saying there's no point in anyone. Like, you should not. Why are we even interacting? That is a generational gap opinion there, sir, whoever you are. I don't care at this point how powerful or where the fuck you come from or, you know, I don't care. I understand your frustration and I understand your concerns. I see both sides. There are not only stinky people on social media. There are good people and you can now, thank God, choose and like build your own feed to only see people you want to see, interact with people you want to see, you can mute people, you can block people, you can, yeah, did you guys know you can block whoever you want? Did you know you can mute whoever you want, even if they're like your best friend, or like someone you know very well, if they just give you anxiety, mute them. You have the right, it's your social media, and guess what, if they think it's their right to tell you that you can't do that, that's not your problem. It's your phone. It's your social media. Do whatever you want. Don't be afraid of people being mad at you. I unfollow people as they walked across the stage on graduation. And you don't, you bitches know who you are. I'm not going to say your name on here because that would be bullying. And I don't condone bullying. But you guys did, you bitches. What's up? I said I was going to expose you hoes. Politely. I got a little out of pocket there. And I'm going to back it up. This goes right back to the polarization of our country. Libs v. Conservatives. We live in a society, it started with Trump and Hillary, on both sides. Libs, don't give yourself a pat on the back. It was on both sides. Don't come at me. It was on both sides, period. And I will debunk it. You want me to have a whole episode on it? I'll debunk it. And I will prove all you hoes wrong. That's why I'm moderate. It started with Hillary and Trump. I don't support Hillary. I don't support the Clintons, period. That's all. Do, like I said before, do I agree with everything that Trump did in his presidency? No, I do not. Do I agree with his Twitter fingers at some points? Uh, no, I do not. However, he was one of the only people in the last, mm, a long time, that gave a shit about uh, our country and the people who live here. I'm not just talking about Americans. I know you guys were talking all crazy on the immigrant stuff, but do you guys know there's people who Im like immigrated here and um, they even think that we aren't the best country anymore? Yeah, I talk to them myself. So before you get all worked up, know that. <laughs> yeah. Tell me how it's fair. Some of you guys are going to get white in the face on this one and red in the face. And I know I'm thinking of one of you. I had an argument with you in the car in 2016 about it because you've never been able to see another side. Neither have your family. Whoa, 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 whoa. Anyway, 
Um, I lost my train of thought, so I'm gonna have to trim this. Oh, no, 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 I'll trim it. But tell me how it's fair that, do you guys remember when they tried to impeach Trump and it didn't work because it just simply didn't go through like legally the way that it needed to? That's all that happened. And everyone was all like, Twitter, you can't impeach president. <laughs> you cannot. It literally has to go through so many different places. Twitter, you cannot impeach a president. <laughs> Period. Why is it fair that Trump got taken off of all platforms when there's freedom of speech? When there's, he was the president of the United States, one of the most powerful and rich men in the world. I don't care what you think about him politically. Just listen to that as it is. And let me ask this question. Why is that fair that he got kicked off of everything and had to essentially rock, climb, and scratch and get back up to where he was at with his family and get back on his social media accounts? That's false imprisonment on social media. That is false imprisonment. The question is, why is it fair that that happened to him, but Sleepy Joe can be out here in press conferences or not press conferences? He's not a fucking quarterback. Um, but he can't speak, you guys. <laughs> he can't. And I know some of you guys are going to hold on to that real hard. He can't. Why do we want a president who can't speak or remember things or stand up for us? It's why we are mm, doing so bad right now. Why is it fair that Trump got everything ripped from him when he was actually giving a shit about our country? Was he communicating it the correct way? Uh, I don't think so. Some people may have differing opinions. I personally do not think so. But Mr. Sleepy, chip in his brain, and Mrs. Kamala lock people up for having weed and then fighting for, well, her own color and trying to stand up for it when she was literally putting them in jail for like very small amounts of weed. Why? Why? Do you like, do you, I'm trying to get somewhere with this, but it's that there are so many things that could, Twitter fingers could have taken, oh, Sleepy Joe needs to be impeached. Oh, we need new people in here. No, it's because our feelings weren't getting hurt on the right side. I was on the right side before. Our feelings weren't getting hurt because of the things that Biden was saying or Kamala was saying or the left was saying. Our feelings were getting hurt because our country is going to shit. Why is that fair? Just think about that. No political party, no nothing. I know some of you is going to be mad. Just think about it without an opinion and do your own research. Why is it fair that the minute somebody who has something important to say, they get shut down? Trump had so many good things to say. He was about to literally expose all of the Epsteins and everybody who went to his island. Yeah, did Trump go to his island? Yeah, he did. But he also said it was a big mistake. People make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. I've made huge mistakes in my life. I wish never happened. I'm sure you have too. I know you have too, actually. What's good with it? But it's the right that our country shuts down, period. They shut down the left too um, because we've gotten so polarized. No one wants to understand each other. Instead, they want to silence each other, which is not what is written in our constitution and what our country stands on. Be empathetic. 
understand each other, see sides that you may not title yourself with, I'm bourbon, and maybe we wouldn't have so many unhappy fucks. <laughs> What's good? We are, in fact, toast. We are in the toaster right now. America, we are in the toaster. We're getting toasted. We're getting burnt as to a crisp. We're getting, you can smell the char and the burnt toast at the bottom of the toaster that fell in there. Like a toaster strudel or a Pop-Tart or something. Half of it breaks. Just smells like coal. <laughs> or toast. Just like he said. So that's what my episode's about. We need to change it. That's what I've been trying to do. But again, with creeps, weirdos, and haters on social media, thinking it's all about them, getting their feelings hurt. Also people who just are not morally good people. Thinking that when people are doing good things, they're doing it for a show or to get some sort of social gain from it. No, you can be a good person and actually like want to do good. Try it sometime. Where we can start on social media is we need laws on social media. I said it in the hospital 90 days ago in front of security cameras, in front of my dad, in front of all the doctors and nurses. There are no laws on social media. I said it on a project management app. I said it, I say it everywhere. There are not, there may be now. Uh, like some, but there are, for a very long time, there was not a single law on social media. I can speak on this because I have received death threats. I've received voicemails from several people, you know who you are, telling me to kill myself. There was nothing I could do about it legally because there are no laws. We need laws. Let's see if there's some laws now, and if there's not, if there's any lawyers listening to this, we need laws on social media, period. I'm not doing it. I'm tired. Okay, let's see. Are there laws drinking claws? I'm just kidding. I'll let you guys hear me type. Are, oh, are there laws on social media? 2023. Good. I hope this was because of me shouting from the rooftops. We need laws because January. I need to stop. I need to stop fucking yelling. My parents are sleeping. Sorry. Sorry, mom and dad. I didn't mean to do that. Sorry. 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 CNBC. <clears throat> More social media regulation is coming in 2023. Members of Congress say. Days after Congress passed a bipartisan spending bill banning TikTok from government devices, as they should, legislators and advocates say they are looking to further regulate social media companies in 2023. Representative Mike Gallagher compared TikTok to digital fentanyl on Sunday, telling NBC's Meet the Press that he thinks the ban on the app should be expanded nationally. I agree with this. I have a TikTok account, but I do not have the app on my phone. I have not had the app on my phone in a long time. Senator Amy, don't know your last name, said the tech lobby is so powerful that bills with strong bipartisan support can fall apart within 24 hours. It's not looking like there are actual... Oh, 
Laws associated with social media litigation include the Digital Millennium Copyright Act and the Communications Decency Act. Defamation and privacy lawsuits can be filed based on social media content. Social networking sites often have greater protection under the law than their users. This is what I'm going to serve on um, a manipulative situation I was just in. You know who you are and you know your family too. Um, it is a not defamation and it is not something that you could do on social media with the stuff that I've been posting if it is true. Uh, correct. Moving past that, my point is there is barely anything protecting anybody online. And that is why it's so horrifying out here. And this is why there needs to be something done about it. Um, I am going to get into something a little lighter. How about that? And I'm going to touch on something I did in middle school that got me bullied. I started a hashtag about myself because I was getting death threats. And girls who wanted that attention hated it. <laughs> hated it. But we'll get into it. Like I was saying. The bitches who wanted the attention hated it. I literally had people being like, oh, like in public, that's the girl who started the own, her own hashtag about herself. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Did you know you can start your own hashtag? <laughs> yeah, you could start any hashtag you want. I could start a hashtag truck nuts tomorrow if I wanted to. I can't though, but that's a patent business. That is a patent business, truck nuts. It's literally just a, a penis that goes on your truck nut. Yeah. It's truck nuts with a Z. Check them out. You can make your own hashtag. You hoes were just jealous. Everyone's a little bit of a piece of shit when they're that age. I get it. But I was even trying to do good back then. Um, I was just left a voicemail by um, three women. One of them I've consoled with and her family. They're amazing. Um, because her family made her do the right thing and she regretted it and said she was sorry. And I love that family now. Um, the other two never did. Um, still, you know, don't hate them, but still have hard feelings. Of course I do. It was right after that. And it was right after I almost tried to take my life. So my point is you can always be standing up for good. And there will still be jealous haters out there who will try to take your goodness and what you're trying to do, spreading good, and make it bad. If you have a strong enough headspace, it will not bother you. Hence why I'm back on social media. Hence why I'm still kind of coming after these bitches. Not legally. I could. I could. But I'm not, because that would be so expensive for you. I would win. <laughs> I would win. But that would be so expensive for you, and I know you don't have the money right now. No one does in this economy. Sleepy Joe. COVID. It's just what it is. But that's the point, is even if you're trying to do, like, you're the most pure, you never done anything bad, you're just a good person. You're out here trying to do good stuff. You've never made a mistake in your life. I know a few people like that. Just like always have been an angel. There will still be people who are mad that you are nicer than them or more successful than them or funnier than them or cooler than them. And they will just kick you down. It's happened my whole life. That's why I'm such a boss bitch at 1.30. She's tiny. 
but she's so mentally strong because she's gotten kicked to shit her whole life. Don't feel bad for me. I don't feel bad for me. I never have felt bad for me. In a few points, I did. Rock bottom has a basement. I've been like 12 floors under rock bottom in the basement. <laughs> but guess what? I'm still smiling and I'm still doing good. So you musty creeps and haters out there, learn some from this episode. Cheers. Okay, last excerpt excerpt from the social dilemma. And I'm not going to speak on it because it speaks for itself. He built these things and we have a responsibility to change it. The intention could be, how do we make the world better? If technology creates mass chaos, loneliness, more polarization, more election hacking, more inability to focus on the real issues, we're toast. 